Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Films Narcitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 504, the super mega summer box office wrap up report. It's been a summer thing. Oh, this is ready or not. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, then I'm not. No. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Take that. Nah. So uh, I guess uh, let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Brad. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Uh, before we dig in, quick shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, you can also check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, you can join the group which is called the League of Show Sharers. Uh, it's a great way to interact with other people from the community, or us, if there is a great way to interact with us. Uh, <laughs> is there, though? And if you, you can start conversations on your own, that's the advantage of a group, is that if you post something on a page wall, like whoever sees it, but in a group, other people will see it and engage with you, unless you're... <laughs> Well, then they'll probably still engage. They will with definitely you, engage with you, but it'll get ugly. So don't don't do that. But uh, you can also, of course, find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash real spoilers. Five bucks a month gets you all sorts of bonus content. And maybe uh, you get to be a guest on the show and the joy of knowing that you're helping pay for microphones and electricity and things like that. Electricity. Yeah, nobody's electric ever, bill. Nobody's ever paid my electric bill. <laughs> but I guess theoretically, we could. I'm gonna send you, gonna send you an invoice, Kevin. Oh, so, <laughs> so uh, oh well, this will also be the last episode of Real Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, people who were kind enough to share the show this week: Librarian Cynthia, Brad Hyen, Jason Weesey, Griffin Foxsmith, Chris Sanders, Brent Smith. Uh, Zara Vandercreek, Richard Lawson, Julianne Jordan, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, Tom Comiskey, Ron Johnson, Gabriel Lugo, Chris Magic Man, Lane Levanway, Susan Carlson, Travis Tewitt, Dylan A. Lang, and Tammy Sherman Powers. So thanks, guys, for sharing the episode with your friends. So uh, there, that's all that, I guess. Uh, no scathing five-star reviews. No. Good. No, not this week. <laughs> None so. that he chooses to read. <laughs> yeah. So do we have uh, news before we dig in, or do we just yeah. want to rehash the summer? I think we should go over news, okay. certainly. Uh, Joker reviews are in. First reaction. I mean, I'm surprised. Reviews. What is that coming Seven out? Seven minute standing ovation at, what, Venice or wherever? Uh, eight. Ooh. Eight, sorry. It's, this is just they a, use metric time. <laughs> oh, I'm just converting. That's an it's October just release, so right? weird October 4th. this is getting that, like... Everybody involved, right? Like, it's just like this weird grouping of people that shouldn't work. You know? Yeah. Like, Todd Phillips, to me, as much as I enjoy some of his early stuff, like, I, I, the fact that he has directed 
what sounds to be this amazing movie. This is probably going to be his step to the next level. I mean, I he's guess. made big yeah. movies, just Has comedy. He? Yeah. Oh, oh the hangover sure, sure, sure. Hangover. Right, right, right. But he's made big movies, but they've never been Oscar-worthy movies. Right. They've been big yeah, I think popular. he tried with that War Dogs. Well, he tried. He oh, tried yeah. to have, yeah. like, in, but then they marketed it like a hangover movie anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he's never really gotten to the next level, but it sounds like this will be it. So here are some of the reactions from Joker. And like Tom said, eight minute standing ovation. But people are saying it's amazing and going to change the superhero genre. Not change necessarily, like, everyone's going to, but like, this is a comic book movie, but it's the next level. Right. Peter Scaretta from Slash Film. He says, Joker feels like if Scorsese made Taxi Driver as a comic book film. No surprise there, but exactly. Yeah, I mean, the trailer screen. Uh, right. That's, yeah. And uh, amazing performances, great score, but I'm not sure it knows what it's trying to say. Could potentially be dangerous for the wrong person to watch. Some fun twists. W- which make- is exactly what they said when Taxi, Taxi Driver right, came out. Right. Oh, really? Well, and I mean, John Hinckley yeah. cites it for... Oh, he he, ki- he shot didn't kill Reagan. He shot Reagan because of Taxi Driver. Well, to try and get Jodie Foster's attention because he had seen her in Taxi. Somebody Driver. I have seen that. Before. I think it was Mike Lawrence, who's a stand-up comedian. He says this. I can't wait for the next preventable tragedy to be blamed on this movie. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and he finishes up by saying some fun twists that make you want to see it again and discuss. The reactions I'm seeing that are talking about this movie is amazing are saying that it's crazy. They can't believe it exists, but it does. And now I, I keep thinking about it and want to watch it again. So apparently it's just a very complex, lot to think about. Brandon Davis here, he says, I saw Joker. It's unlike anything before it. The movie's dark, thrilling, and chilling. An insane masterpiece. The movie absolutely transcends being a comic book film and acts as a character study, which at times will make audiences uncomfortable in wild ways. 10 out of 10. And then uh, the last one I'll read here is from Ben Meckler. He says, the crowd at the film festival went absolutely ballistic for Joker. The film is dark, sick, twisted. Very similar to that other one. I'm with a crowd of fellow critics right now running through the streets of Venice, just screaming, hollering. My legs are tired. We've been doing this for hours. Joaquin is an Oscar contender. Joker will change superhero cinema forever. Sure to be controversial. The film is a literal riot. I just flipped a car with two guys from IndieWire. <laughs> a Guardian reviewer fell down and we kept running. I stepped on his hand. Really impressed with Todd Phillips. So obviously. So do they give a time frame as to when this is set? I don't know. It's Bruce okay. Wayne's a kid. Well, yeah. but is he in the movie? I thought that he's. Don't you see him? Well, I don't know. I, I'm trying not to learn anything about I it. Honestly, I think that but. you see him as a kid or he's mentioned in, in okay. the first trailer. Well, they definitely see you see Arkham. Like you see yeah. the sign for Arkham. So I'm just curious. I mean, as I'm to sure like, there's going to be some Easter eggs or homage, but you know, it's a standalone film. Sure. It's not based on any pre-existing comic book. I'd be interested books. to see if they're taking influences from anything because there really, there's really, there's a couple. There's the man who, who laughs, laughs yeah. by Edward Baker and Doug Monkey, which is kind of like the the definitive origin. I don't of the think Joker. they are. It's they're saying they. It is a completely original Joker story. So well, I mean, it not entirely because if they're doing the whole failed stand-up comedian thing that's from the killing, killing joke. joke yeah yeah so i think there's probably some i mean there's probably the comic some books little, have done yeah. so many stories it's yeah. going to be almost impossible to right. not sure to copy to not, some of that yeah, not find a beat that there got might you. be right. an element but right, it's not right, going right. to follow a storyline it's right. not a, a, a you know and there are going to be similarities like you said because right. of the comic books but yeah i mean so the reactions uh have been amazing from most people i've seen one negative review so far and of course there's always that one person but overwhelmingly positive 
the thing I'm most worried about is kind of like with your quote, Joe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am just so worried that some crazy bastard is going to. Well, we've already had a guy dress up like Joker shoot up a movie theater. Yep. I know. Yeah, so, he wouldn't even be the first one. Yeah. Right. But it's like, that's the thing is this movie looks incredible. Apparently it is incredible. And I, I'm just so fearful that it's going to turn it into something completely different as opposed to this amazing piece of art and a great story, great performances. It's going to be overshadowed by some terrible thing. And I just, I really hope that isn't the case, but the world's crazy enough without this movie. And now you introduce this and I'm not saying don't make the movie. I'm just saying there's that crazy. Then then you're, you're walking into the, whatever that one is that the the universal pulled, you know, like you're that you're going to, these movies are going to get made no matter what. But it's just a matter of the big studios are going to take the chance. Yeah. You know, you're going to get guys like 824 or maybe something that will release the crazier stuff yeah, where well, the big studios will not take that chance. Yeah. Right. 824 is never going to be able have the to, rights to do never going to be yeah. able no, no, to afford right, the right, license right. the yeah. Joker. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So I just, I'm just hoping please don't you know for for the people's sake obviously first and foremost but like uh, stop turning this art into your crazy propaganda, you know. Well, and then of course anybody will take the chance to be like, "Nope, it was the movie's fault." Right. Don't yeah, blame yeah. the person, it's the movie's Ugh. fault. So anyway, but that's Joker. <laughs> Apparently, just a quick update on uh, the Flash movie. Apparently, the director Gross. it it confirms that the Flash is his next movie. So I think that's the fifteenth uh, confirmation the movie <laughs> is going to be made. So uh, we'll take that for what it's worth. J.J. Abrams did an interview with ET Canada, and he says that what Ryan Johnson did with the Last Jedi did not screw up what he set up in the Force Awakens. So apparently, the train is still did, on did the rails. They, did they shit can his Ryan Johnson's trilogy? No. Okay, no, that's, that's still, still going forward. Apparently, right? it's still working on okay, it. Yeah, okay. it never was. Uh, uh, apparently, the Game of it's, Thrones, but it's going to air exclusively on Disney <laughs> on Disney <laughs> minus. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're keeping that on the, yeah. the down low one. Uh, but apparently, the Game of Thrones. Good news for people not a fan of the Game of Thrones finale. Uh, apparently, they're only working on one movie now and not a trilogy for oh, Star good. Wars. So that should maybe make people feel a little bit better about that because they were getting a trilogy at first. Now somehow they're doing one. So wow, interesting. Um, if it works, then it'll be a trilogy. Right, right. Oh, yeah. well, we'll see. Uh, but, uh, and then, let's see. The only other thing I had, I thought I had one or more item here. Oh, uh, you probably want to talk about that Halloween casting. Uh, that's kind of cool. So we didn't talk about it last week, but they cast uh, Anthony Michael Hall as uh, Tommy Doyle. The, so Tommy Doyle was the kid that Laurie was babysitting in the original Halloween. So they're bringing uh, Anthony Michael Hall to play that character uh, as an adult. It was originally actually Paul Rudd. In Halloween Six, which is actually his first acting credit, okay. And I was wondering if, like, maybe they go back and you know, at this point, it's Blumhouse. It's a different, you know, it's right. not the you, you're not. He's not coming back for Halloween Eight. Yeah. But I also think that if the whole point is that everything after Halloween One didn't happen, right? I don't think you should bring back the same probably actors not to play those roles. Well, they are. Could have brought back the kid from Halloween, though, right? I mean, the, he, I, don't, I don't. Know. I've seen that guy. Okay, <laughs> maybe not. Uh, oh, okay. But they did bring back the original Lindsay Wallace. Uh, Which the one was she in? She was I, the girl. She was the little girl that was in the first Halloween. But she's in the first one, right? She is in the first one. But okay. the original actress, okay, who played young Lindsay Lindsay Wallace, is coming back to reprise her role gotcha. as Lindsay Wallace. Her name is Kyle Richards. She was apparently also on like real. Wives of California or oh. one of those <laughs> like she's she's so she's had somewhat of a, a career post Halloween. OK. Uh, but yeah, it's like it's I, I don't know what they're doing. And it's interesting. Like I somebody mentioned on the board. I went back and rewatched the uh, 2018 version and there's no mention of Tommy Doyle or Lindsay Wallace. 
So I'm curious, and they're in Haddonfield, so I'm curious as to like what story that is going to be, right? Where Tommy and Lindsay are back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, or maybe Michael's just super pissed that Lori got away. He's like, you know what? Those two kids I didn't kill. <laughs> right, I'm on it. He's got his like little journal, and he's like crossing <laughs> he's names. He's like off Steve Buscemi and, <laughs> and Billy Madison. Yeah. He's like, no, Billy Madison. Boy, am I glad I called that guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so it's kind of cool. Like it's it's interesting what they're trying to do you know like we've we've talked about the the nostalgia button with like bill and ted or the uh jay and silent bob reboot so like going back and re revisiting these characters Lindsay wallace is a character that was never talked about after halloween even in the subsequent sequels there's no mention of Lindsay wallace whatsoever so it's interesting to see what he's trying to do and what uh Danny McBride and the other guy are trying to do with it. Yeah, David so, Gordon Green. David Gordon Green. Yeah, yeah, it should be should be interesting. I'm. I mean, that first one they did something right, certainly with mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. I mean, I I trust them. That, that first third, sec- that, that third, first second <laughs> one, <laughs> which was the third second one, right. but the first of the in this second new one, correct of the yes of this series, <laughs> the first one. They they uh, certainly made a, a really really good film. I have right? to believe they're going to kill everybody in that last one. That's the, I mean oh. Halloween Halloween ends is the name of that movie well, or Michael Myers finally dies. Okay, I mean <laughs> dies. Yeah, like they all die, and, and then think, we'll get a fourth <laughs> Halloween three. Right? We oh, no, no, we're already getting a Halloween three. Okay. We're gonna get a, a yeah. second Halloween two, Halloween four. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but if we were in Germany, you would make my buck. right. The road, okay, the, yes. the road forks you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there. I guess now that we've got all that, uh, we will turn our eyes. To the summer box office, Kevin has his big extra giant uh, summer abacus at the ready. Kevin, are we gonna? Do you want to start with the the bombs or oh, a legit yeah. a legit box office report? Oh, uh, we can start. We can start with the bombs. That's okay. fine. Uh, so we have the top fifteen biggest box office bombs, courtesy of the Federalist. Well, thank you, Federalist. Yes, whatever you. you are. Uh, this uh, the author uh, Brad Seiger. We'll just say, yeah, not Brad Hyen. Oh, yeah. yeah he thought maybe he thought maybe you wrote an article for the Federalist yeah. oh, for a that's second. Why I was here. Stepping up in the world. <laughs> so anyway, uh, here is his top, the top fifteen bombs. Uh, number fifteen is the Secret Life of Pets two. Oh, and we just watched that yesterday. Which, yeah, I thought it was an entertaining it was movie. Fine. It wasn't. It wasn't as good as the first, but I thought it was enjoyable. Um, is it a bomb because they expected more? Yeah, oh, I think certainly. so. Yeah. yeah. It, it says it made like one fifty. I feel like that's okay. not a bomb. Yeah, yeah, and that's I'm sure that's going to be domestic too. These numbers, yeah. usually if they don't mention being it's worldwide, that, it's that Louis C.K. box office. Yeah, that's what killed it. <laughs> Kids love Louis C.K. Kids love Louis C.K. <laughs> yeah. They were out there supporting it. They're like, I'm not going to see it. You He's like, not? no, man, it's cool. I'll watch him. Yeah. So, uh, 150 million dollars domestically, but uh, unfortunately, that wasn't enough uh, for Brad to consider it a success. <laughs> so, you know, you want to impress Brad, you better work harder. Uh, right. n- number 14 was Bright Bomb, which uh, that's Bright, a movie. Bright, 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 Bright Burn. Bright Burn. <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> sorry, that's a little Freudian uh, slip a, there. <laughs> need to get your glasses tuned up. No, I but, would call that a bomb, though. Because uh, that we, we we did a or you did an episode on that, and uh, I think I was here for yeah. it, but the budget on it was really small and it made quite a bit of money i thought 
Well, it, it drew in less than $8 million domestically is what they're saying. That's, so. it's, that's opening weekend, right? Oh, that was opening weekend? Yeah. Fell 69% the second. Hey, these aren't Brad. You know what? <laughs> these are not my... I won't argue I with kinda feel, I kinda feel, anymore. I kind of feel weird reading an opinion thing about box office because I usually read it and form my own opinion. So yeah. this is me reading someone else's opinion yeah. about bombs. So okay. I, you know, Tom... <laughs> well, I couldn't find a, like a <laughs> list that had the lowest okay, grossing hey, don't movies. write me. You write Brad <laughs> yeah. because... Uh, you write Brad. Hyan or Brad Segura. <laughs> no, no, because, don't write me. I'm, so, on, I'm on the opposite side of Brad Segura. Number 13, Long Shot. So maybe we can just give our opinion of these films. What and, was Long uh, Shot? So that Seth was... Rogen. That Charles was a Seth oh. Rogen politic movie. Man, I thought that was a snooze. I mean, it was entertaining, but I thought it was boring. Yeah, it's where people like love that. I see so much I haven't like, seen it love. And, and it was a moderately enjoyable Yeah, it was enjoyable. Comedy, Katie but, really liked it, but I was bored. I'm like, this is way over long for a comedy. Yeah, I was really surprised at just how much... Much people like Love seem to like have a deep and abiding passion for yeah. the movie, and I'm just like, I don't get that. Like, no. I enjoyed it, right? And it's fine. I don't really feel the need to ever really watch it again. If I need a but, nap, maybe. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but but for people to like have that degree of yeah, it's for not it, that huh? good to be a great movie. No. Honestly, again, entertaining. Maybe a cute movie, you know, romantic comedy type movie, um, you know, with some funny actors and some funny lines, but definitely not a great comedy. So I don't know what that's all about. Maybe that's just people trying to support like small movies. You know, <laughs> right. or, like, mid, like mid-sized or, okay, movies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like guys that are just like, no, no, it's cool. Like. I, I I identify with Seth Rogen. Maybe I could get a girl like Charlize Theron. <laughs> that could be it too. But yeah, I think maybe some maybe. of the backlash overpower the opinions on it because again, it's it's not great, but it's it's a fun movie. Just definitely too long. Uh, number twelve, The Hustle, which was the Dirty Rotten Scoundrels remake. Uh, we didn't review it, but Brad reviewed it. Yeah. And what do you send this poor man to? <laughs> He's like, no, 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 it's cool. I'm going to go watch Avengers. Brad, you take care of the hustle. Hey, he gets to go see the big movies, too. So yeah. Got to pay your dues, that's man. Right. Yeah, that's the first one on the list. Well, I didn't see Longshot, but Hustle, I would I would definitely constitute as a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, you did you ever end up seeing Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? No, I didn't. No. So oh, he man. only saw it without knowing that it was even gotcha. a remake, yeah. but it didn't leave a bad taste in his mouth because he's like, oh, it's an exa- it's a direct right. remake. It's just bad. Yeah. Right? When I went and read, ba- read uh, when I realized that after the talking with you and, yeah. and everybody else was that it's copy and paste the same movie, but uh, but gender swap. That's what like, I heard, yeah. too. And and it's at the end because it's a guy that because uh, in the original, it's a girl that out hustles them, mm-hmm. you know, and then this one, when the guy took advantage of them throughout the whole movie, or the big twist is that. I'm like, that, that's... Spoilers I, for Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, because yeah. <laughs> again, it's the exact <laughs> yeah, movie. Sorry. So. Uh, was it that? Just, was that Steve Martin and Michael Caine? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, it just didn't feel right. Like, it was just like, it wasn't a, a well-timed movie, I don't think. Isn't like, that yeah. weird how is, like, that in this era, that the idea of a, of a man swindling these women, you're like, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Not for me. I mean, it's an, it's entertaining enough, and I, I would understand if somebody saw the original movie and realized that this is just copy and paste. I don't like it. But, like, it's it's entertaining enough to where you, you like the characters and or the story that they're telling. But then at the end when this guy's just, just – I was behind it the whole time and hustling you guys. It was just like, 
what a, it felt like a waste of time. Like, I, I just, I, did, like, I, I, at the end is where I was just like, I, I'm done. Like, I, I it would done. just stink to watch it, having seen the first one, knowing it's copy and paste, because you would know everything going on. Part of the fun of it is not knowing that, or yeah. you know what I mean, like yeah. not knowing exactly what's going on. Yeah, I suspected so, it, but and then when it happened, I was just like, no, then yeah. I don't like this. So anyway, uh, apparently it has an 11 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So Brad is not alone. Yeah. Uh, number 11, Stuber, one that I never ended up seeing. Same. I actually wanted to. Uh, but Tom, you reviewed it, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was solid. Fine. Yeah, it was. You know, I think they were smart. It's ninety minutes on the nose. Um, but yeah, it's it, again, it was nothing groundbreaking yeah. or amazing. Though. Yeah, but you know, it's like summer movies. You're not always going for it. You right. know, if you laugh and have a good time, and I really like Kumail Nanjiani, so I'm going to check that out on VOD. I do too, and I think if you like him, there's enough there to justify cool. watching the movie. And Big Dave wasn't bad, right? No, he was good. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what we call him now? Big Dave? Yeah, Big Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Number 10, Child's Play, the reboot. I didn't see that one. Joe, did you? Hell no. Oh, okay. Wow. Absolutely not. Oh, because you're on Brad Dorf's side and all. Yeah. Without question. Yeah. So you're like, screw that I'm I'm like, well, okay. Yes, I am that way. But also like- a TV show, right? With the original people. Yeah. Which is just the rights to this thing is so wonky. (laughs) Yeah. That I just- And also like just the whole concept of- I like the idea of it being like an in-home, like Alexa or whatever. But yeah, I thought that was a good update yeah. to it. Yeah. But overall, it's just no. Hmm. You know, and it's funny. Like the horror community was. Uh, the more I think, look back on it, it may have been like fifty-fifty split. But the people that actually I listen to, like that, I respect their opinion. Were like, no. <laughs> like Ryan Turek, I think was just like absolutely not. Rob Galuzzo. Uh, we're just like, no, like this is garbage. It's terrible. It's not like made up names. No, Ryan Turk is the, <laughs> is, is the exact dude at Blumhouse. Uh, and Rob, Gal- Rob Galuzzo is, I think it's, uh, he was at Fangoria. Phil Gibbleby. Rob Galuzzo is like, I went like to that. high school with Phil Gibbleby. <laughs> what are you talking about? Rob Galuzzo is a good, like a, a, a name. Yeah. Like in the like reviews and like, I'm trying to think if he works for Fear. Is it? Fear? No, that's Jeffrey Tumbledew. Oh, yeah, right. Good. <laughs> With it you're, out. you're thinking of John Jacob Jingleheimer. I was. Oh, yeah. You're right. That's exactly. That's my name too. Uh, what, yeah. Well, yeah. We've been calling you Joe all this time. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, Child's Play coming out around the same time as Toy Story, though, same it did. weekend. Yeah. yeah. Same weekend. Yeah. It, it had some great marketing with the those marketing posters. was yeah. good. I mean, yeah. it probably did more successfully than it would have if it hadn't. I mean, those uh, posts were viral with the posters yeah. that. But uh, anyway, yeah, unfortunately, Mark Hamill doing the voice wasn't enough to save it. Uh, I'm sure oh, the movie yeah. wasn't because uh-huh. of him, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, didn't do it. He, uh, it opened a few million ex- below expectations and pledged 69% in week two. So no word of mouth on that one. Number nine, Anna. That was that Luke Basson movie. Uh, did you guys end up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, was, I was out for that I, one. Did we review that? I think you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. I definitely <laughs> saw it. You guys well, reviewed yeah. it while I was out of town, yeah. What was that? What happened? That's the one where the gal was like the supermodel, but she was also the spy. But there was all the twisties and turnies with Luke Luke Evans. And I heard it was like all out of se- like a lot of time jumps. There's Apparently a lot of time. Really pretended to have seen the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to do a it, double feature of it. And I, she's the blonde who. She's the Russian blonde who. This is the remake of Red Sparrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> I don't think we did this. I I, I definitely saw I, this movie. I don't know because th- remember you guys were going to see yeah. Anna and I thought you were talking about Annabelle. There was something else that weekend because I was going to do, do a doubles. Double, you yeah. would have done a double. Feature. I was going to do a double feature that night and I skipped. Out I after definitely Anna. saw this movie. I absolutely. Yeah. Well, and we you guys know Tom does the movies we review. <laughs> I know I listened to you guys talk about either on a box office report or a full episode. Maybe. Maybe we did that. This was Anna. 
I think maybe you saw it and talked about did like a mini review. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's no- what happened. I'm like looking at this trailer. Yeah. I got nothing. Yeah, I definitely saw this movie. Yeah. And it's like, I like the idea of the badass female uh, action star. Yeah, but Multipass. not by Luke Besson. Yeah, multipass. Okay, so he did one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he did Lucy, right? Or Salt? Which one did he do? He, he did, did Lucy. Lucy. Okay, and, they, and that one's <laughs> like, what the? All right, yeah. that's a piece of garbage. What is, isn't Salt like the same Salt's, thing too? I, Salt is that Angelina Jolie. Angelina one. Jolie. Okay. But I don't. God, I don't I think I ever saw Salt. I saw it. I don't remember. It was did she fight a semi or something? Doesn't she fight? <laughs> isn't, oh my God. Is Johnny Depp in it, or is that a different? No, Angelina that was Jolie the movie. Traveler. Okay, something yes. like that. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Man, he's in the news too. He is all, yeah. yeah so, I guess some French company cast him as like as something, and people are like, "Why are you still casting this guy?" Like he, he's still in a huge Harry Potter franchise at this point. For now, being defended by the director and oh, J.K. Rowling. For real? Yeah, yes, they're they still sticking up for the him. director David who, Yates. He and J.K. Rowling are defending Johnny Depp, and I mean, on her blog, she talks about it with all the backlash Yikes. and everything. Uh, so it's well, like that's one of the biggest franchises of all time. The Harry for Potter. Sure. Stuff. Isn't there rumblings of the fact that there's more to that story with him and Amber Heard? Like from like, well, you know, he apparently had some kind of footage that says she's a. Abusive she's abusive yeah i it's a mess but it, who knows but it's like there's these people these this french company whoever they are aren't the only people um apparently this is the other thing not to get too much back into news but at the film festival we were just talking about where joker was roman polanski received a, a stand yeah ovation. he's got a new movie to me that's yeah. the one that's the most disgusting yeah he's a child rapist yep a convicted can't to the rapist. point no not convicted he can't yes. no that's what? why he doesn't come into the states. Is because as soon as he steps foot into the states, that's when they'll get him. Well, he was found. I thought he bolted before the trial. I th- he, did they try him in absentia? Oh, maybe he was. It definitely it's been that's, a while. That's why because he never showed up. Yeah. Like after he skipped the country. But I mean, he was found guilty. He ended up taking a deal because they said he would get amnesty or something. But then they backpedaled, which was a big deal. And why some people I think support him more because they did like a trick. They had him plead guilty, which he was guilty, but right. he pled guilty in order. Order to escape some of the sentencing, and then they're like, "No, you're getting uh, whatever." And I'm not sure that that's true because oh. there, there was an HBO documentary, and I watched it, and it was fascinating. Yeah. And you do kind of start to take his side a little bit, like in terms of how he, the judicial system treated. But then, yeah. I think it came out afterwards that a lot of that documentary was BS. Oh, really? Yeah, because I watched that too, and I yeah. read, I read a big long article about how now, I, that's what I thought had happened. Yeah. That like a, a lot of stuff in that had been pretty thoroughly debunked yeah. shortly after well, let's, it came out. Well, let's put it this way. Court aside, none of us are judges. None of us are cops. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> no, but, no, no, but all this aside... Wait a minute. All this aside, he had sex with a 13-year-old girl. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, there's no debating that. No. Like, that is the fact. That is what it's, happened. It's gross. I don't care. I'm sorry for what happened with Sharon Tate. We know the story there, especially with Once Upon a Time uh, in Hollywood. That's, what? She got away. but it's like like, historically accurate but i know that was tragic whatever but that gives him no excuse to do what he. it is interesting to see people be like i can't believe that he put them in that he put him he put a character he put polanski in that movie it's like that dude he has two he has a scene where he's driving he's dancing awkwardly and he's sitting there smoking a cigarette he was a famous director in he's front and center in that whole thing yeah like that's yeah but but my point is though that i i'd sick so like the academy kicked him out you know, finally, but way overdue. The Academy kicked him out in the last year. And, uh, 
but he's still getting standing ovations. And you know, at the Oscars, when he when the pianist won the Oscar, or whatever, he couldn't be in attendance, and everyone stood and, and gave and, him a standing ovation. And that was the same year that they they wouldn't applaud for uh, the guy that directed On the Waterfront. Oh, I don't know because he had testified in front of the House Un American Activities Committee oh, as what as like like. He named names. Oh, and and they and like they they like sat he and he got some sort of I th- I think he was dead at this point, but he, there was some sort of memorial oh, for okay. him, and like they wouldn't acknowledge him that year, like a lot of the people in the audience because of the McCarthyism thing, right, right. But they what they gave they a standing all ovation for, for Roman Polanski, and, and they, that moment does not age well. For no, me, no, happy. and and they and it's like he gets it his film accepted. Wasn't very good in real time either. No, it's no. Not. To be yeah, honest. yeah, right. and it's like they get his. He has a new film. He's still making movies outside of the country, and it's at this film festival. And he's well, this still is getting the most standing. expensive film of the year in France. This is like, are you the, serious? Yeah, it's about the the Dreyfus report or Dreyfus incident. What did Richard Dreyfus do? No, not Richard oh. Dreyfus. It was a it's a a military thing where they were trying to railroad this uh, a a, I don't, a Jewish naval officer, and, yeah. and this other guy like basically risked his career to defend him, and and history has borne him out to be right Got and, it. and uh it's it's a very famous story it's been made into a film in america a couple times too oh yeah but anyway i just it's it's sickening the guy's a scumbag and i don't know why hollywood supports him or this amount of hollywood still does it's and, a shame that he wasn't in that house that night oh <laughs> i'll leave it at that but anyway so i just it's just like sickening well, like but he hadn't done guy. this yet that's true well all right yeah you kill baby hitler yeah well, but some people make the <laughs> argument that that kind of led him, that that... Interesting. Okay. Maybe I'm jumping to conclusions, but that's the only thing I can take is people right. are like, he went through this tragic event that screwed him up, but it's yeah. like, still, that doesn't give you carte blanche to do it. That, let me right. tell you right now, that's always there. Oh, and by the way, right. just to let you know, he didn't just have sex with a 13-year-old. He drugged her. Yeah. And had sex with her. Yeah. That's bad. So read her accounts of the night, and even someone else was there, too. Was I can't remember who, but there was another was it actor. Was in there? No, Nicholson's was house. Nicholson's house. He was gone. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. Someone was there, though, and like knew something was up, and like I don't know. Read the accounts of it, but or don't but it's sick if you want to know why he's a scumbag yeah. read up on it but i just it's sickening they still support him uh number eight palms which i know was tom's favorite movie of the Ooh. year that was a was that the st louis movie no that was bad grandmas bad grandmas, bad grandmas was st. St. louis movie it was you some kind that, of local you? production palms but, no bad grandmas no but but pam pam greer was in that i think too and that's why i got confused ah. but so palms is about old lady cheerleaders yes it was brutal <laughs> oh well, i was thinking like P S A L M S, like oh, was a oh Jesus no. movie. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Um, so anyway, uh, not very good. And uh, I thought you meant P A L M S, like a, <laughs> like a palm reader, <laughs> like a masturbation. Movie. Yeah, right. Oh, right yeah. 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 Number it's only a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. Number seven. What is this? Dora in the Lost City of Gold. No, can't be right. That we'll can't it, be Brad. Why? I, this article is ridiculous. Well, Ooh. I didn't write it. Moving on. Number <laughs> number six. The kitchen. So Man, that's, that's a hot, that, that right. really yeah I I was reading about that because I didn't get to see that one but I saw the box office was not kind to that yeah uh, projections were eight million dollars and it had a five million opening and Whoops. and to date the thirty eight million dollar budget has only returned about ten million dollars swing and a miss yeah so well it, it kind of it, it's kind of upsetting because I think this is the first from the DC Vertigo imprint like yeah. the first thing to jump to the big screen yeah, you're gonna get sandman on netflix you'll be fine yeah or the warner brothers app warner brothers 
Warner Multi- Brothers Plus? Mul- Warner Brothers Multiplication Symbol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also known as an X. Yes. Warner, yeah. Warner Brothers X. <laughs> yes. And then Warner Brothers Triple X. Hey, oh. Extra five They're going to buy all those vivid uh, <laughs> porn parodies. <laughs> of, of all their of DC, all the DC movies. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Number five, Shaft. No, Dale DeBone as Superman. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, number five, Shaft. Uh, this is the second attempt by Samuel Jackson to revitalize the property. Yeah, right? that first one worked. Yeah, well, yeah. that was 20 years ago, That's and apparently this wasn't up to the, the task. Uh, Warner Brothers expected maybe a $15 million opening, but it barely made half of that. Yikes. Uh, and in Brad's words, debuting pitifully. He does not mince words. Does he does he? not. Well, I mean... But it did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. the trailer was funny. Yeah. I, I never got yeah, out to see it. The, though. Uh, to me, like that, the Shaft movies aren't funny. Like, there's probably an element of comedy to yeah, them. Yeah, there are some moments. But this, they turned it into, yeah. because yes. of the time, I mean, the, they're seeing a lot of successful movies, the hard R comedies, and they that's what they turned it into. Or, right. So it looked, um, but friend of the show, Colby Mack, I think he really enjoyed this one. I mean, so, good. I, I, yeah. That's fine. I think that franchise could still play. Yeah. I mean, I think some people that, I think people that turned up for it actually really enjoyed it. It just didn't get people to the theater, from my understanding. Number four, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. That was one that we had Joel Hodgson from yes. NSC3K on. So go awesome. back and listen to that episode. But uh, the box office was not kind of that one either. Number three, Men in Black International, the movie no one asked for. No. <laughs> so somehow that was willed into existence. Number two, Ugly Dolls. <laughs> I did not see that one. Brad, I did. Yeah, yeah, of course Brad did. <laughs> I got to review it. Is that based on a toy? Is that I what an no ugly idea. doll is, or like is it like notebooks? Kind of like a poor I man's feel like troll. It's, it's probably some kind of franchise okay. book or, or toy or something. Not anymore. But. It's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not on the big screen. Number two on yeah. the worst. But uh, yeah, just bad. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. have anything to say yeah. about it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's bad well, enough putting words together on for you know, review STL. <laughs> so uh, and number one flop of the summer. Dark Phoenix, no surprise there. Oh man, with its yeah, huge budget and no one turned it. Well, most people did. Yeah. Yeah. I someone the other day had just mentioned it to me in a private conversation, and they forgot about it. And I'm like, well, sounds about right. It's just yikes. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. We did a mini review, Joe and I, and there's some things about it I liked, yeah. but overall, it just it's not good. Did not get people no. in there, and especially with them, no people knowing it was all going to be dismissed that whole franchise yep. was just that's over. why i feel like if they knew that was coming and they were doing the reshoots they could have killed everybody a little bit yeah well why not yeah. Yeah. what would it have mattered yeah so anyway um but that's your your summer flops but now to the winners the big winners well, i think there's one big winner <laughs> well, well <laughs> there's some other big winners. yeah <laughs> there are some big winners here but uh just so you know disney and, and again this is just domestically but disney for the summer 2.2 billion dollars on two movies three no i Oh, right. Three. Yeah. So, you know, and Sony was the runner up there of the summer because of Spider Man with yeah. 705.4 million. So, uh, technically, even the second, <laughs> the number two slot was Disney. Was yeah. because of They Disney. didn't get the money. No, no, no. Wait, what's number it's one? theirs. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, well, where's Fox on that list? So, Disney, Dis- <laughs> Disney has three spots in the. Well, uh, Fox, the- Fox is number seven with one po- 164 million. Okay. It was a pretty big summer, and, and here are the top 10 movies uh, of the summer. I don't know if anyone will be able to guess what number one was, but it happens to be <laughs> the biggest movie of all time <laughs> Avengers Endgame with $858 million domestic, which, of course, we know was like $2.8 billion. Yeah. Do you think Star Wars even has a chance? To overtake it? To at least come close? No. I don't okay. think so. I think it will make somewhere in the $1.5 to $2 billion range, but I don't think it will break the record. Okay. Yeah. 
don't think it'll break the record, but I, I don't like, know that I did that. I forget did that last one break a billion dollars. I don't think well, it I did. Think so. I, I think so. I think oh yeah, Star it's Wars a, did the solo. One point, didn't. It, it did one point seven for Force Awakens. I'm ballparking it here, and then I think Last Jedi was one point one. So like it, that, it yeah. is trending downward. But I think with JJ back, it's the last movie of a nine movie franchise since right. seventy seven. You know, you've got the guy that revitalized it to come back. I, I, I think this will be big. It's just, and, and he's does not going to do does what it beat avatar. No, no because okay. Ava- avatar is barely got to remember too, yeah. that yeah. like the, the, this franchise means oh, that's in true. China. That's right. That's nobody right. cares. Right. Right. So right. like it's international box office by present day standards is very weak. That's true. I forgot. Superhero I have, movies is a whole different. Right. Yeah, right, 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 right. Ten years of consecutive. Well, and like, and the original trilogy wasn't released in china right and so yeah it's just it doesn't have the nostalgia factor playing for it yeah. in a lot of these foreign markets correct yeah. but it will do huge u.s numbers oh, which, yeah. which help out with that but yeah i can't push it to as high as the others it won't pass force awakens though even would it you think i mean it eh, might, might might i don't think so yeah. i think it could because I it's the, the conclusion to sure. nine movies i think yeah. it has the benefit of being the last one the definitive last one and again it's the guy that directed force awakens right so. that first one had han solo back yep yeah, this one I think Han Solo will be in this one somehow. Yeah. I know yeah, Luke some will. Way. Yeah. Luke will be Force Ghost. Yeah. You know? Leia will be a Force Ghost one somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. So, but number two, The Lion King, so another Disney movie, made five hundred and twenty-two million domestic. I mean, we know it made over a billion dollars worldwide. So, a ton of money. I mean, as far as film fans and critics go, I mean, it was not very popular, but general audiences they ate it up. They came. Yeah came to see it as disney thought they would so uh we're not ending the live action remakes anytime soon or i'm sorry the remakes i don't want to say live action <laughs> but i don't think those will end anytime soon i don't know that lady the tramp looks live action doesn't it it is okay yeah. i think that no one but they disney, cgi the mouth but like lion king, lion king sure, sure. Like, no no they're no. not using real lions no they don't want to <laughs> shatter the illusion for you yeah <laughs> but it's like but it isn't john favreau doesn't want to call it animated either he's the one right. like it's not animated okay what? i don't it's not live hold yeah. on what Okay, <laughs> but I get I get it. Though. I get not it. to it's, dwell in that conversation right. again. It's but not it's, animated. But it's, but it's not, not live action. Because right. it's you, photorealistic. Yes, you say live yeah. action so people know what you're referencing. Right. Because when you say animated, people know what that means too. Right. So yeah. it's a hard thing. But it is in a category. Well, of its own. actually, it's Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> the bride of Frankenstein's women. No. Because Bride of Frankenstein. Is the Bride of Frankenstein also a monster, though? Yes. Yes. And it's yes. Frankenstein's monster's but, bride. Right. So it's like. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, the, we, the porn parody really explains <laughs> it. Oh, okay. I'll yeah. check that out. Yeah. Is that available at the library? Sure. I'm sure it will be. Yeah. yeah. Put in a request it's for it. Kevin, Disney see what Plus. The real continuity <laughs> error was her wearing white. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because she got green all over well, it. White, it was that white streak. Yes. In her hair. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That explains it. Oh. Totally got ripped off by a. Something Everybody. about Mary. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, Toy Story 4. Oh, look, another Disney movie. Uh, <laughs> $429 million, another that made over a billion worldwide. Um, and a delightful film. I mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. love Toy Story yeah. 4. Yeah. So I, uh, they did great. I, that was the movie where people said they couldn't do it and yeah, wouldn't do it. Yeah, it's the most surprising. And it wasn't a Lion King situation where people really didn't like it critic-wise, but it made money in spite of it. It's like Toy Story 4, they pulled it off. Oh, yeah. I don't know. 
how they did it, but they yeah, did. So. Especially after three. That's like, what they did. That's when what I mean. they announced there's going to be a fourth one, like, come yeah. on. How total, do you do it after you three? You think it's a total cash grab, and Keep it doing isn't. the mini movies. That, like, I, I really yeah. enjoyed those. But. Yeah. And the stakes are lower. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yo, you don't feel sure, like you're sure. tarnishing the whole thing if you screw one up. And they added a great new character. They did. Oh, <laughs> they added a lot of good characters. So. Yeah. They, just, yeah they, Duke, Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. Duke Yeah. Bunny and... Bunny and oh, Ducky. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm telling you, all the new characters are great. That little pocket Polly, whoever her <laughs> name whole, is, she's there's funny. There's a whole end cap of those at Target I saw yeah. last night. Yeah, no, those yeah. are just Polly pockets. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number four, the Sony released film Spider Man Far From Home with 387 million, another right, over Disney, a billion worldwide. Good a Disney movie, so, yeah, five yeah, percent of that, pretty much. <laughs> Fox is like, that's a Fox movie now, yeah, <laughs> yeah. or Sony rather. <laughs> ah, that's ours, not Fox. <laughs> well, Sony, <laughs> Disney's like, well, let me tell you a little secret. Uh, <laughs> number five, Aladdin, another Disney movie, uh, 354 million, and I believe it did cross the billion. That mark. one has I, no business being that high. Yeah. That that one, I, that one was such a that the way that, I describe that it was like a, a car crash or something where it's like you just can't turn your eyes. It's so weird and so not good. Yeah. But oddly, I couldn't stop thinking about it because it was so like, how did they really <laughs> screw it up that bad? <laughs> oh, they did. Like I've been thinking about it since it came out and not in a good way. But I'm like, God, it's so weird that speed up slow down thing. And yeah. I heard someone. I read an article where they tried to explain that, or Guy Ritchie explained why he did it like that. And like, they oh, it's because um, he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> oh, is that why? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's weird when you like. I wonder how much influence Matthew Vaughn actually did have on those movies. Well, I mean, like, there's a Matthew Vaughn was his deep no, his like assistant director. Or yeah, something? I can't remember which one. And he then was. as soon as Matthew Vaughn went to do his own stuff, his Guy Ritchie's quality of films yeah, took it. There's dip. two categories. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think I think they filmed some of the Aladdin stuff in reverse and then sped it up. Like they, it looks weird because it is very weird the yeah. way they did it. Yeah, they had to film it in reverse, walking backwards and singing in reverse, so that they could play it forward and speed it up. It's weird. That's huh. yeah. And what does that get you? I, a really weird Style. ass looking movie. That's, yeah, like, <laughs> I don't get what what you're even trying to accomplish yeah, it's, there. It didn't work for me, but the movie made a ton of money. And there's so. a scene like that in the movie Top Secret, where they like filmed it backwards and then played it forwards, and then who's in Top Secret? Uh, Val it's Kilmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, a, it's a Zucker Abram Zucker movie. It's right, the movie they made instead of Airplane, Airplane Two. Two. Yeah, and but there's a scene where. They're like in a library and they're they had to like and they're like grabbing books off shelves and they're like throwing them up in their landing. But really, they were pushing them down and he was catching them. But then they did it. They like walked through it backwards, saying the saying the lines and then they played it forwards and subtitled it, pretending like it was another language. Oh, and it's like you watch it, and it takes you a minute to figure out exactly what's going on, and then you kind of. But yeah, so it sounds like that's they weird. Did that interesting. But, yeah, it's but. it's it's weird. Now, I will say, like the cast of Aladdin was not the problem. I mean, we know Will yeah. Smith is a charismatic dude. Uh, you know, he's got that going on for him. But uh, that Mena Musad uh, was really charming and charismatic. Uh, and then who who is Jazz Naomi, Naomi Campbell? Scott. Naomi Scott, yeah, yeah, Naomi, yeah, Naomi, Naomi, yeah, Naomi Scott, and it's like I think both of them as leads were really good. I didn't buy the chemistry, but individually they were both really good. So it had stars in it. Uh, I, I just adjusted was, for inflation. It's Will Smith's highest grossing, film. which is just crazy yeah. pants yeah. to me. Definitely. So I mean, it, Will Smith's back. So and he's in a several movies coming up. So we'll see what that where that takes him. Number six, John Wick Chapter Three. So a lot of money for a, a movie that I mean, those started out kind of down and dirty. No one expected it to be 
the hit yeah. franchise that it became. Yeah. It was the first one was kind of a sleeper hit, and it kept getting shared around after video release, and um, they just keep getting bigger and bigger. But uh, we did have a review of that one. It made one hundred and seventy million did? domestic. We did. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not remembering jo- a dog. Uh, what? I'm not remembering. I haven't anything. seen any of these movies. <laughs> so good. What have we been doing? All I finally <laughs> watched them for the first time this year, and I can't believe I spent two years not watching. I can't believe you slept on those yeah, movies. Right? Awesome, fantastic. Right? Number seven, Hobbs and Shaw, a recent review of ours. So it made money, not anywhere near the Fast and Furious uh, proper franchise. It ended up making. I mean, it's a lot of money it made like right. 500 million worldwide but those other ones are billion dollar movies so um it probably is enough to keep making them but i do like the tyrese is trying to throw shade at oh, rock yeah. he's like well guess you needed this after all and rock's like no i don't yeah and yeah. the rock didn't even like really respond <laughs> no. he's just like you know the way to shut down haters i'm sure, I'm just... sure tyrese has one movie the Rock's like, well, let's see. I've got Black Adam. I've got right. Jungle Cruise, Jumanji 2, uh, this one, another Hobbs and Shaw do you, movie. Do you think The Rock has a second residence in the jungle? Just to, <laughs> like, why even yeah. why even go back to the States? I mean, if like, the formula works, Kevin. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so many jungle movies. But, he uh, got married recently. In, in the, the jungle. jungle. In the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. saw it. it to very tropical. the jungle. To the jungle. Yeah. He is married to a rainforest. <laughs> yeah. The jungle right. will always yeah. be his first love. You know? yeah. So anyway, Hobbs and Shaw ended up making half a oh billion. Oh, my God. The rundown is set in the jungle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, yes. Uh, number eight, oddly enough, The Secret Life of Pets 2. Take that, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever your name is. How, oh, this is a different. I was this like, how different? did he put this on both? Yeah, right. <laughs> so it was one of the top fifteen biggest bombs, but it was also the top ten biggest grossing of Brad's the summer. Full so. of well, when you're only getting like one major movie a weekend, yeah, like it's, you're gonna have some <laughs> sure. overlap. So and it, something can make a lot of money and still and underperform. It underperform. Yeah, yeah. Say, it's got to go with his definition of bomb too. Like I bet his description yes. is something about the. Uh, the amount they expected and how much it got. Well, the views of the Federalist are not supported <laughs> by re- real spoilers. Uh, so anyway, Secret Lights of Life of Pets 2 made that $157 million domestic. I'm sure it made a couple hundred million overseas, though, so it didn't lose money. Number nine, Pokemon Detective Pikachu with oh, $144 million. I mean, that movie was way better was than fine. I yeah. expected it to be. Yeah. Had a lot De- of fun Deadpool with that. Deadpool as a Pikachu, as a Pokemon. Yeah, I, I, I went in thinking I would hate it, and I left it being delighted it was, <laughs> it was a fun ride yeah. and rounding out the top 10 of the summer once upon a time in hollywood yeah with that 130 million dollars domestic uh so uh where it lands on the quentin tarantino i i did want to look That's that gotta up gotta be kind of high right um because yeah i mean he's been trending upwards as far as the box office goes he's you know i mean he's been yeah but the budget on this like I don't know that that's as much of a hit as that oh, box really? office report might because be. the budget was kind of ridiculous. The budget was very high for Quentin Tarantino. Sure. Really. Okay. Let's let's see where that ended up here. So I'm looking over number fourteen on the domestic grosses. It shows right now. What is the budget on it, Kevin? Um, <gasps> so let's see. So the budget was ninety million. Man, I did, you ain't kidding. One hundred and twenty-six point yeah. six million domestic. One hundred and seventeen million foreign. So two hundred and forty-four million on a ninety. Okay. It made money, but it did have a hefty budget. You're right. Uh, looking I, at, normally when I think of Quentin Tarantino movie, I'm thinking forty to fifty. That's million. right. Yeah. Yeah. So the Hateful Eight had a forty-four million dollar budget, and it made fifty-four domestic, one hundred and one foreign. So huh. you know, you look at the percentage there, and then go to something like uh, Django, which I mean, that was I think that may be his biggest. Uh, success was a hundred million. I think Inglorious Bastards. Was it Bastards? Okay. Yeah. So Django did a hundred million and made a hundred and sixty-two domestic, two hundred and sixty-two foreign. Woo. So four hundred and twenty-five million worldwide, 
And then Inglorious Bastards with a seventy million budget, a hundred and twenty domestic, and two hundred foreign, only three twenty one. Okay, huh? So yeah, Django. I would not have thought Django would have been the biggest. Yeah, Django with four twenty four million a on a one hundred. So yeah, percentage that's wise, a big movie for a quote unquote indie guy. Yeah, yeah, no, but I mean that's the thing. So looking at since Bastards, look at how much money his movies have been making. You know, where before uh, Kill Bill, uh, for instance, thirty million dollar budget, so low budget, seventy million domestic, one ten foreign, so but sub two hundred, and now up at Django making over four hundred. His box mm-hmm. offices are just you know, it's like he's making he's less indie now. I mean, Tarantino oh, right. is, sure. is a name. Yeah, no, no, he's no. a box office draw now. I feel like I feel like Kill Bill Volume Two is the end of the indie. Quentin yeah. Tarantino and then yeah because Bastards, Bastards I would say was his reboot yeah I mean yeah. I've said it for a long time now. when I saw Bastards it was instantly a different category and I yes. like his older work but it was a beautiful looking film it just felt more like a big epic film and and, and uh, it still had the witty banter and all mm-hmm. that stuff but yeah it was like wow it's his best looking movie and then they just kept coming. Like, yeah, yeah, Django probably rid off the su- ridden off the success of, of Bastards as well. Yeah. With uh, Christoph returning after yeah. his Oscar and Jamie oh, and Leo so both good. being in it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So anyway, uh, but I mean, you can go listen to our Once Upon a Time in Hollywood review. We, I think we Give all... Me that. You know, it's funny. I said that I, I don't want to do the, the three and a half hour cut of Midsommar. Yeah. But you give me a four hour cut of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, <laughs> sign me up. Oh my gosh. That was one, too, where I was like, some people, not many, but some people were like, oh, it was just too long. Maybe, Tom, you thought it was long didn't you yeah I, there was you too liked much, it but there it was, was too yeah. much riding around yeah. too much driving but yeah. some people online were like oh it's too long and i'm like give nope, me give four me, hours yeah. give me five hours I it's funny like care. i i messaged the group that apparently so he he owns the new bev right i think tarantino owns oh, the really? new. i think he does and they were sh- i guess they filmed like an episode of bounty law like a legitimate episode of bounty law and it played at the beginning of at the new Bev, it played at the beginning of What's About a Time in Hollywood. Okay. So you got like a half, and I wonder if that's going to be in that extra cut, but like you get an, a half hour episode of Bounty Law with everybody involved, <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I'll take a whole season of Bounty Law. It's got to be on the Blu-ray. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's the summer box office report for you. Well, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. I will now remove my sunscreen. This <laughs> <laughs> fall is upon us. So uh, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. This is Brad. You can find me on ReviewSTL.com. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. Uh, while you're there, join the League of Show Sharers. And, of course, find us on Apple Podcasts where you can rate, review, and subscribe to the show. So that's it for this one. Coming up on the next one, because who demanded it? Everybody, apparently. <laughs> Dora the Explorer and the Lost City of Gold. So you have that to look forward to. Until next time, summer movies, you've been warned. We're on to something big, Dora. An ancient city made of gold. We're going to break some rules. On August 9th. I'm going to stop being surprised by the things you're pulling out of your backpack. Solve the riddle. It's now or never. It's a jungle puzzle. And discover the legend. Come on, Bert. Dora and the Lost City of Gold. We're going to die out here. There's no need to overreact. Ah, ah. This film is not yet rated. August 9th.